right, Lord Philium. It has been too long, my man. We are back for another special episode of the Great Heavy Music Podcast. Lord Philium, greet our guests. Okay, how's it going? Um, I'm so glad that I've been promoted to Lord. I didn't know that. That's pretty cool. And You were not on the committee that made that decision, but I'm happy to say you made it. Okay, and there's a panel. Um, I'm looking to be knighted soon. But anyway, I'm doing well. Hope everybody else is. Hope you're doing great. I'm doing really great, buddy. We haven't talked in too long. It's been a hot minute since we got a chance to connect, and I'm glad we're doing it today because we're going to do two... It's a two-part series we're doing today, Phil. Okay. You're not even aware of Sound. how long you're going to be recording, so I hope your day's clear. Yeah, I hope you're good for like four in the morning until. <laughs> well, you're good, what, right? What? I, <laughs> exactly. Hey, man, we want to do a real quick episode. Just hop on. There'll be no problem. Twelve hours later. So yeah, we're gonna do a two-part episode. You don't know anything about this. I just said, Phil, we got to record. I went to see some shows. I'm gonna do an episode on each show. In the last week and a half or so, I saw two different shows. And I want to talk to you about them because I think they were interesting. And I hope some of our listeners will go see the shows because they're both currently on tour. Okay. All right. So I'm going to sounds. I'm going to try to give you a couple hints to see if you can guess who I went to go see. Okay. So if I was the former lead singer of the band Alter Bridge before they became Alter Bridge, who would I be? Okay. So before this band was Alter Bridge, was it was it Creed? Was it most of the guys from Creed that formed Alter Bridge? Did I totally pull you, that out of my ass? You got it. You're pulling it pretty far out. So the former lead singer of, of Creed was Scott Stapp. Bingo. You got it. Okay. Nice. All right, so I nice. went I went last night to go see okay. Scott Stapp up at a place in Fort Myers, Florida called The Ranch, which it's okay. it's as a as a music buff like you and I are and a music aficionado, I love different venues and I got to just go on a quick sidetrack real quick. Sometimes when you go to a venue that's shitty, it's just shitty and it's not fun. Other times, you go to a venue that's kind of a little like, you know, it's a local spot. It's not shitty. Somebody who's used to a stadium where we saw Iron Maiden, they're going to think this place is shit. It's not. It's a great little local spot. It's like got a mechanical bull on one side. They do square dancing and shit. It's, 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 you know, it's the southern part of the United States. But it's a great concert venue. The sound is perfect. The stage is perfectly laid out. There's a huge space. Not everybody's up on each other's ass. And everybody's cool. So I love seeing shows there. I've seen Third Eye Blind there. I saw Fuel there. And now Scott Stapp. Okay, sweet. And what did you say it was called? Can you repeat that name? The Ranch. The Ranch. Did you get on Mechanical Bowl? I did not. I did not. I, I, <laughs> I'm not sure why you went there. I value but... my testicles a little bit more than you, clearly. <laughs> uh, but... That's true. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but... Uh, I, I went there, Katie and I went there, we took some friends with us, and Scott Stapp, if you haven't been tracking along, even though this is the great heavy music podcast, I still consider Creed to have been a relatively heavy band. They had some heavy songs. That first album, uh, My Own Prison, was awesome. I love every song on that album. And Scott Stapp has three solo albums since that time. And I 
say solo inappropriately. He has a new band, but the band's name is Scott Stapp. <laughs> okay. So um, it's, it's like Bon Jovi. Was so it Bon-Jovi. good? It was fucking great. It was, yeah, okay, I hear you. It was really, really okay. great. And so now that this, the cat is out of the bag, I'm going to play some of these songs from his newest album, the band's newest album, The Space Between the Shadows. And then I'm just going to kind of jive with you and tell okay. the listeners what it was like, and I, I hope they go out and check them out because it was really, really an excellent show. And Okay, sweet. Interestingly enough, they're on Napalm Records. Oh, pretty legit. So, Phil, do you hear that playing in the background there? I hear some, like, talking. Okay, yeah. Is that what's yep. being played right now? Is that part of the it's song? It's, yeah, okay. This opening track is called World I Used to Know. And uh, so here's, here's the layout. They had a, a band open up for, opening up for them, as, as they all do, of course. It had a good crowd, probably, you know, in a place like that, maybe a couple hundred people. And everybody's, you know, going right. along, getting along. And they open up a ton of energy. First impressions from the band, you got a, a guitarist on his left. So stage right guy looks awesome just super geared out like sick beard all all kind of like you know put together like this guy loves rock and roll turns out the guys from greece just slaying it all night just really really an excellent guitarist to his right our left stage left he's got a bassist another guitarist the the other guitarist is from australia and then the uh, drummer behind him really did a great job too from somewhere in middle USA, Tennessee, Alabama, something like that. And Scott Stapp, first impression, the guy is like maybe 5'6", 150 pounds. Yeah, I was thought, I, that's funny. I thought he was a lot bigger than that. Me too. You you do not expect to hear a voice like that guy's coming out of a little, a relatively little fella. <laughs> right. But, but I'll tell you this about him. The dude was complete high octane the whole show so they they come out they just automatically start kicking ass by the way for anybody listening i'm, I'm changing the track to name which was another one that they played and they start they, they come out they, they start with their their new single they come out on fire they're crushing it the fans are loving it, the crowd's loving it they jump into another song from the new album not a ton of downtime between songs high energy the guys singing spotlessly and uh, then they go to a third song from the new album and then what do they play they play creed oh they're allowed to do that that's cool i know i was totally surprised i i went because i really like scott stapp i like this band i've liked all three of their albums as a band and i was pleasantly surprised they played the hits from creed and the fans of course you know after they played the first song from my they played my own prison oh that's a perfect song right it's a great jam and they played it flawlessly and he sounded amazing and you know he sets it up by saying all right let's go way back and then when he does that of course the crowd just goes you know ape shit so i think creed gets a lot of shit from people but their first two albums at least were pretty legit the first one is really really good the first one's amazing. I listen to it on the regular, just straight top bottom because I love yeah. every song on there. Yeah, there's a lot of hits off of that one. And when they, so so when the, I think there was a little bit of a shift. Like you could tell people for the first two or three songs were really, they, they were into it, they liked it, it sounded really clean, the sound was perfect, they were tight. But then once they played that Creed song, I think everybody in the crowd was like, oh yes, okay, they are going to do what, 
we had hoped but wasn't really sure would. And so then, yeah. then they really opened up. That's cool. Yeah, it's like, I guess in the back of your mind, like, maybe they won't, maybe he's done with that. But then you're probably pretty excited when he does play that. Yep. Finally go yep. there. And, and, you know, it's anybody who tries to tell you that the singer is not the band is kind of full of shit because he played, it sounded exactly like the album, even though everybody other than him is somebody new. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I think, too, like, that band was... Yeah. There, a lot of bands are, but that was really frontman driven. Creed, what? Like he was a big, he was a big figure in the late mid to late nineties. So that band in particular, definitely, he made that. Although they had, they had really good. I mean, they have really good guitarists and instrument players, but that he was definitely the face of the band, no doubt. Yeah, and and you know the thing that was somewhat interesting about it for fans of this show is we call this the Great Heavy Music Podcast. I don't know that some would describe these guys as heavy but some of their new stuff is pretty heavy some of it's really really light but you know um you can tell these guys are rock and roll is a rock and roll band this is not you know uh they're not 80s hair metal he gets up there and the energy level and the way that they're singing and the way they're playing and the solos and the guy standing on top of the speaker playing the solo and and so you're telling he, so he didn't play Dr. Feelgood? <laughs> <laughs> there was no rat. There was no yeah, rat come on. God, what a waste of time. In between one of the songs, they played a Zeppelin riff. You know, <laughs> so it, it was a rock show. It was absolutely cool. no questions about it, rock show. And uh, so now, of course, I'm playing my own prison. They also played What's This Life For, which everybody... Oh, man, I forgot that song. That song's great. What's This right. Life For? Yeah. So there, he's going wild for this one. The crowd is going wild, and you know what was so cool about it, Phil, was their energy. Everybody on the stage, you could tell there was a, a definite level of respect for their new stuff. They loved playing the new stuff. You could tell they were really proud about it, but they didn't half-ass kind of mealy mouth the old stuff. They were playing it just as effort-filled and with the intentionality of like, we're gonna rock this fucking song right here. Yeah, that, that sounds awesome, man. I'm glad he's getting yeah. work. I didn't know he was still around. Yeah. Oh, dude, I'm telling you. You got to listen to these. Man, what's his life? What a good opening riff. Right? And then played with Arms Wide Open, which is a, a classic about when he's having a kid. Classic. You, you know that one. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yep. Jam. I think that one's on, like, the second and album. And then one, the one that I think they played... One of them that I played, I think, hardest is this one here. What if? Do you remember what if? Dude, absolutely. I, I that I think that album's from or that song's from Human Clay uh, album, and I played that all the time when I was at like eighth grade. That was like my one of my, that's my favorite album, except like that and Hybrid Theory. It was like that's staples of my childhood for a good portion of it anyway. But that was a great album. Yeah, well, I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, man, he was blasting what if he was giving it 150 percent it was it sounded great and the and the thing is you know even though i said commented that he's a little guy he's perfectly in shape i mean just completely you know very lean and healthy looking and he doesn't look a day over 25 or 30 but he's probably closer to 45 or 50 yeah he's probably a little older now but yeah that's that's legit man god i'm I'm really happy to hear that he's doing so well because they had you know you hear some you've, you've heard whatever personal deals he's got had going on for a while. It was some pretty tumultuous stuff. 
and uh, I just kind of thought he just fell off the face of the earth, you know. But I didn't really, I didn't realize he was still around, kicking ass. Totally. And I found this that they were going to be there, kind of by accident. And I saw this pop up, and I said, I got to go see this guys because I've always my my whole childhood one or you know teen year adolescence years wanted to go see Creed, never got a chance to. And I said, okay, I'll go see Scott Zapp because he is Creed. Let me just go see what it's like. I had zero expectation they were going to play Creed stuff and blew me away, man. It was just such a great show. You, it, one of those, like, real high energy, real positive. At the end of a song, he's shouting and screaming, like, yeah, like pumping his fist. Like, he just killed it. You know, he was not doing it out of a sense of obligation. You could tell he really definitely wanted to be there for the people in the crowd. Was there any moshing? No, no moshing, no throwing down. But I, okay. I think it would be very unusual in that venue. Oh, I see. Uh, but I, I do want to. They got particular... they got lassos there and shit, and people start trying it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, they hog tie your feet. Uh, <laughs> there is one song though for sure I want to play here that okay. I'll talk I'll talk over a little bit, but I want to play some of the the chorus. So when the chorus comes in, this is my favorite one on the new album. Again, the new album is called "The Space Between the Shadows." And the song, this song is called Gone Too Soon. So, in usual form, they, they play, they crush, they kick ass, they take a, you know, they, they say, we're out of here. Of course, they're coming back for the, the encore. And in between the main set and the encore, he comes out and he gives a little presentation about something that's really important and motivating to him and this initiative where they're supporting kids and him and the band have gone to foreign countries and these kids in really impoverished areas. So he's still got that drive and passion and you, you can tell the guy you know is is uh, a faith very faithful kind of devout guy and this song he introduced that somebody had come up to him in the meet and greet before the show and and or several people rather and had asked specifically for this song sweet so and he talks about how it's about losing somebody that you love you know too early and prematurely and unexpectedly so I'm going to play just a little bit of this because I think the, the chorus is so catchy. I feel like I sense like a sort of a religious, like you were saying before, but it said he does like missionary type work. They always had sort of a uh, religious, religious sort of undertone or even overtone, I guess, uh, about their music. So I feel like that's still prevalent in their music, that kind of vibe. Very spiritual. Definitely, definitely. And with purpose and passion and you know, all that sort of stuff. But this particular song, Gone Too Soon, when he sings Gone Too Soon, Dancing with Angels on the Wind, you know, just, man, I feel like this could be... I, I, I feel that this will be a song that you will hear in other very commercial areas. Like you'll hear it maybe in an episode of some television show 
That's what I was thinking. Okay, in the mind, like some sort of emotional TV moment. Right. Or, or, you know... Uh, Main character gets killed. Right, right, or a commercial on a Super Bowl or something. I could see this song being a song that really is widely, widely popular. Yeah, for sure. Uh, how long ago... Is it, you said it's new? Is that like a new album? This this album came out just in July. Oh, okay. Yeah, cool. So definitely got to check it out. They didn't play... Now, the only disappointment I have about the entire show is they did not play much from the two other albums that they have put together as a band. So uh, if, if I had to describe it, I think what they did was they basically said, let's go pump out our new album. Let's go, you know, play it up and we'll play the old stuff that everybody loves from Creed. And we'll just kind of nix the first and second of our solo or, you know, as a band albums. And I respect that. I'm probably glad they did that, but I would like to see them at some time play some of the other stuff because they have some great songs on the first two albums. I love this song. You're going to think it's so cheesy, but they have a song called Jesus Was a Rock Star. <laughs> and <laughs> it's it's great. I love that song. But it wasn't from this album, so I didn't hear it. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's... Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of curious to hear the lyrics about <laughs> Jesus being a rock star. I'll, I'll look that one up. Asking you shall receive, buddy. I don't, you don't have to wait about that. I'll go ahead and take care of you right <laughs> here. Because... Uh, it's a little something that yeah. I can play for you. Yeah. Like, cause I am Jesus. I'll tell you. <laughs> yeah, Sweet. That's cool. I kind of thought it would be silly. It wasn't. <laughs> it was a serious song. <laughs> I don't know why I thought that. Yeah. Well, what's what's silly about Jesus being a rock star? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It's just a very tongue-in-cheek sounding title. Don't you think? <laughs> <laughs> you mean to tell you mean to tell me you think it's strange? Well, hold on a second. You mean to tell me you think it's unusual? That Jesus himself would be on a stage yeah, plugging in an amp. Yeah, something about that just strikes me as not in the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> well, all I can tell you is every time I blast this song in the house, which I do relatively frequently, Katie hates it. <laughs> She's so bothered. By this. <laughs> Why? Because she thinks it's silly? I think she just she thinks it's cheesy or something. But she went with me to the show, and she, I think, is now a convert to the Scott Stapp uh, followers because nice. she had a great time. She loved it a lot. You know, there's always that something special about seeing a band live that's just incomparable to just a CD. Because it's hard to do a good job live. It's impressive in that right. And you're just more open. You already, you've invested in it. You've gone to it. So you're already more open-minded usually, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and you get to see how well they pull it off because you know when they pull it off well live, they put a lot of time into it. It's not like it's some sort of factory produced deal where the production right. was all from you know somebody in the higher brass and some record label, whatever. No, these guys, they're the ones putting it together and they're passionate about it. And the energy they play it with, you can tell they love these songs. 
Yeah, that's cool, man. God, it's so neat that he's. So, I I still can't get over that he's just still around doing. Like I guess I thought. I guess I'm surprised he's not like on the radio a lot more again. But I guess he could be. I guess they probably could be. The whole show was promoted by a local radio station down here, so I think he's getting some airtime. Yeah. But it's just a different era too in terms of who's listening to the radio and you know what. You're well, that's true. Yeah, being exposed to. But absolutely, a hundred percent support from yours truly right here. I encourage anybody listening. If Scott's coming to town, go to the show. It's a great, high energy, high focus, just great experience. And he's got this positive message that he's sharing with everybody, but it's not down your throat. And uh, he he did this part where if you supported this cause and, and contributed, he gave you a signed copy of his new CD and a T-shirt. And Katie and I did that, which was pretty cool. And it went to a good cause. So it was all a very Sweet. positive experience. I will end it with how they opened it. They had one opening act that we saw and another that we didn't. So, you know, apologies to the first act. But the second act was a band called Messer, M-E-S-S-E-R. And somebody had a hat Mm. on that said, don't messer with Texas. Nice. And uh, (laughs) they were actually pretty good, too. I only heard a couple songs, but good energy, good singer, definitely a kind of Three Days Grace, Breaking Benjamin style, very much straightforward rock nothing you know unusual i should say about it um okay but if you if you like standard rock and roll with younger guys trying to make it i didn't see anything wrong with what they were doing so that was a good fit for them too they played a song called jesus was a messer just came across really unoriginal so <laughs> i think give them a thumbs down <laughs> <laughs> don't mess her in your pants <laughs> right so, all right, well, all right, Phil, cool. That's what I, that's what I wanted to share with you. Just a little bit of an impromptu getting out to a show. And this is down here, at least in Florida. This is now time where I'm going to be hitting up a lot of shows, bouncing around because this is the time where most bands want to get out of the cold weather and stay off the icy road. So they come down to the south, and we get to see a lot of cool shows. So this was one of many this upcoming tour season, my brother. All right, cool. And that's called Space Between the Shadows, right? Yeah. And it's legit. And Scott Staff is still around, and he's still doing a good job, and that's cool. And I, that's I'm really happy for him, man. And and his band is fucking good. I mean, I'm I'm not you know just kind of blowing smoke here. The guitarist, the dude from Greece, he was setting that thing on fire, man. He was killing the solos, and a lot of their new stuff has really great guitar breakdowns. So they're they're uh, I think with that song in particular that I had played that was my favorite on here. I I don't know if they get the right connection between napalm records and the more mainstream places where that song would be loved i think this band's gonna blow up you you give you mark my words if they can get the right connections i think they're gonna be really well received yeah no doubt i mean he's you know he's still got something like still got a really good voice doesn't sound any different really than he did when he was in creed yep he sounded identical yeah that's cool man oh well good shit man good i'm glad that you went to that concert me too. All right, so we're going to wrap this episode up, and then we're going to let people hang on a cliff because I have one more that I went to last week, and you don't know okay. who that is, uh, but I will give you... Should I give you a riddle on that one? Um, okay, all right. I got a riddle for you. This is going to be a tough one. We'll see if it's a cliffhanger into the next episode. This band that I went to see was at a much larger venue, and you work in the medical field, so one of their more popular songs could be something you would hear a patient say to you. All right. So I'll let you stew on that between this episode and next episode. I'll refresh your mind at the beginning of the next, and we'll see if you can get it right. All right, it's Farner. 
I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> All, right, All right, brother. All right, man. Until the next one. All right, see you, bud.